And good morning, Raymond. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Hey, I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Well, you didn't answer my question. Oh, what did you ask me? How are you? <laughs> you, you don't you don't listen when I talk. I'm good. How are you? I have a story. Well, tell us a story. So we had this uh, person who was over the parts department dealership I worked at. Uh-huh. Uh, spoke very little English. Yes. He actually spoke Mandarin. Okay. And... Every morning I would see him when I'd be getting to the dealership. Typically I was one of the first ones there and he was one of the only ones there before me. And he would, I would say, good morning. And he would go, good morning. And I would say, how are you? And he'd go, how are you? <laughs> he thought that was just another greeting. Yeah. He had no idea I was asking him a question. Right, right. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Good morning. How are you? You did a pretty good impersonation there. Thank you very much. That was exactly how it went down. Super guy. Only dealership I've ever been to where when they would do an audit of their parts department, Uh everything was accounted for. Yeah. Everything, every nut and bolt, every wire. and Because why wouldn't it be? He had everything. It was a big dealership, too. Yeah. Uh, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, all four brands within the GM world. And... Good morning. How are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. I know. Yeah. So, how, how are you today, John? Hold on one second. Okay, so aside from how we are both doing... Uh, you still haven't the, answered the question. The weather report. What are we going to talk about today, Ray? <laughs> Will you tell me how you are? I'm fine. Okay. That's all I'm looking for. Is that... Is great, that, buddy. I had to drag that out of you, John. Are you sure? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I don't know. It's what is today? Thursday. It's Thursday. I'm kind of. I, mean, I didn't have Red Bull today. You don't I'm drink just, Red Bull. I don't know. I'm just kind of uh, floating through the day. All right. Right now. Well, that should make for a great <laughs> episode of Saturday morning sales meeting. Go ahead well, with your weather report. Uh, let's get these things out of the way. Why don't you take the lead on this one? What are we going to talk about today, Ray? <laughs> yeah. So you're not even. You're not going to give your weather report. No, it's cloudy. Yeah, it is. It's it's muggy. Is it? I yeah. I've only opened the door to let the cat out. I haven't been out there. Yeah, it's muggy. It's not a pleasant muggy. day. Muggy is like when it's 90 and humid. Yeah, it's not that warm. It's on the warmer side, but it's just like thick air. It's 74 out there, right? But I'm telling you, if you ever went outside, <laughs> you would know what I know. I which... was going to go ride the bike this morning, and maybe I would have, I if I had done that, you know, I'd be a little bit more pumped up. The adrenaline would be All right, well, you want me to hit pause and you do a couple jumping jacks? or nah, I'm just not in the mood. Run around your uh, coffee table there a couple you know, times? I was, I was uh, you know, going to clean house today and vacuum and you know, I may just uh, sit on the couch. Hey, you know what? You have that right. God bless America. <laughs> I might do nothing productive today except record another episode of this podcast. Okay. Well, good. Well, okay. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So today, since you're not going to answer, today we are going to talk about the uh, daily managers meeting, daily sales meeting. Okay. Uh, this is a meeting where that we recommend everyone has every day that we use to discuss what happened yesterday, what leads did we get, uh, what happened with those leads, and this kind of relates to our previous episode of how many did we get? Who took them? What happened? And then what's next? What's right. our next move? Yep. So that's kind of what we do in this sales meeting is 
you know, we have managers of the service department, the sales department, the BDC department, if you have an internet department, uh, finance managers are typically there, and we're going to go through the leads from yesterday. And, and any unresolved, you know, hot uh, leads that we have. All right. Yeah? Yeah. So that you have said we cannot manage what we don't measure. Correct. Well, this is another way of, mani- of, of measuring. No, I mean, it's another way of managing those leads that we get in. Yeah. Well, we, and it's contingent upon we've, we've done the measurement piece, right? We yeah. are tracking what's going on. So yeah, we have to have the data. Take a step back. Okay. We are suggesting uh, a daily meeting. Yes. Uh, do you think that most dealerships are doing a manager meeting every day? In my experience, I would say the majority of them do. Okay. Uh, the good ones anyway. Maybe I've only been to some <laughs> of the better ones that are, you know, put in more effort than the crappy ones. And, and, we'll, and let's say good on this one Piece. Well, I mean, there there are dealerships out there who. I mean, I was at a dealership, very successful dealership, that had a weekly manager meeting. Okay. And that that seems like a lot of data to go through. Yeah. I mean, that could turn into a two and a half hour meeting if you're going to be thorough about talking about every lead you had in the last week. Right. And this was with the with the dealer there. I think is probably it was a set time for the managers to go through and it really was only hot button issues within each department. It wasn't necessarily, it was the assumption of the dealer that the individual departments were having their own discussion meetings. However, well, I'll tell you, Carl Cannon down around Birmingham, actually in Jasper, Alabama was probably one of the best at doing this. Uh, And, and they were, pretty good about doing it before i even got there i kind of added some some bullet points to the meeting agenda when consulting yes right. yes um but no they would kind of have their little uh 10 or 15 minute managers meeting every morning and then they would call the salespeople in and that's when they would actually review the leads yeah so they would say okay uh you know the bdc got six phone ups yesterday uh list them out you know here we had one from Mrs. Jones, and she's looking for a Cadillac CTS, and we've got an appointment with her for later today at three o'clock. Yeah, you know she's going to come in and ask for you, Ray. Yeah, you know, you're going to yeah. be the manager on that one. Um, but then they would get to the floor up category, and we would say, okay, uh, you know, John, your salesman, you had three floor ups yesterday, and it looks like you sold one of them. Great job! Want to congratulate you on right. that? Everybody, now, no, yeah, yeah. Now, what's going on with Mr. Jennings, right? Right. Oh, well, he wants a uh, 4x4 Wrangler, and we only have one, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, hey, sales manager, what are we doing on Wranglers? You know, have you talked to this guy? Right. You know, did he? what was it about that one that didn't work? You know, are, are we going to find him one, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, it kind of stretched out. I mean, literally going through every lead can be a little time consuming. Correct. But this isn't a five minute discussion on every single lead. Right. It's, you know, what are the highlights? What happened? What's our next course of action? Yeah. And is everybody aware? Is there somebody who needs to get involved in this deal that isn't necessarily, it's not on their radar currently or 
they weren't participating in it and how can we utilize the best person amongst the resources we have here to re-engage in order to, to push this forward? Well, and a lot of times it would be, okay, say we had Mr. Jennings on this Wrangler. He likes that one, uh, but it, it, we couldn't get it approved because he doesn't have enough down payment. Right. Well, the finance manager says, you know what? My my uh, lender called yeah. me yeah yesterday saying, Hey, why, why aren't you sending me any more deals? Yeah, let me call him and say, here, you want Absolutely. a deal? Do yeah. this deal, you know. Get this one done, and we'll yeah, we <laughs> right. You, you you turn down everything I send you, so approve yeah. one once in a while, and I might go right. to you a little more. <laughs> right, yeah. it's got, you know, he's only got two grand down instead of six, you know, whatever. Yeah. Carry a little bit extra. Yeah, so get with your underwriter. But that discussion happens. Number one, it's I like that the salespeople are in there. This isn't kind of how we normally do it, but. Right. I like that they are hearing the manager work through a deal. Right. You know? I love that. All this communication. And so when they have this customer like that next time, they're, you know, they kind of have an idea of what the behind the scenes looks like on how we put that deal together. Yes. I uh, went to a dealership, uh, Walker Chevrolet in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. And Brock Daly's the general manager there. Great guy. I was consulting with the dealership right about the time Brock came in as the new GM and he implemented a daily manager meeting followed by a daily sales meeting with the full sales staff following almost that exact same recipe which you were talking about they were very effective I think the fact that they did it every day helped keep that meeting short yeah because it was yeah if you don't do it every day then it can drag on and all of a sudden now yeah, you're looking at things yeah, now a week ago 60 or, uh, leads instead of 15 to look at right so it really was an effective tool because its implementation was consistent and they, you know, he really managed those, his team of managers to manage those salespeople in a way that was uh, truly engaged. Yeah. And, you know, the manager part of it, um, we can discuss things like, you know, breakdowns in the process or any uh, salespeople that need specific help or something right. like that. Uh, any interdepartmental uh, issues, you know, when we have transfers of opportunities from one department to the next. Sure. You can kind of hammer this stuff out without the salespeople being in the room. Yeah. You know, and have this private discussion amongst your management team. But yeah, having the salespeople in there while you're reviewing the leads, I, I just, I really liked that. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I mean, they were very effective in that. And, and it does, I think, open up opportunities. I know deals that, because they had more than just one manager with one salesperson discussing that one lead, because they were able to pull together, like I said, all of their resources, a lot of different perspectives there. Well, yeah, and knowing like, well, the you know second manager here, uh, he says, man, I was working a deal like three days ago on a Jeep Wrangler. You know, if we put an extra fifteen hundred in it, right? It sounds like it'd be perfect for the guy. Maybe I could put my deal together so that you could put your deal together, right? You know, this, yeah, this sharing of information. Well, let's move on. Uh, I've got a couple of other topics here. Talking about the, the communication between, like, say, a BDC and the sales department. Okay. So that is a very important transition and, and uh, transfer of opportunity there. And this may be getting into the weeds. It's not really pertaining directly to the meeting. But I think if the BDC can kind of tell what's been going on in that department, you know, for the last day, or maybe we've been working on some kind of new initiative. Right. We can kind of keep the sales department updated 
on how that initiative is coming along. You know, are we improving in our number of calls or our technique, which raises our number of appointments? You know, just like the sales department, if we're going to sell more cars, we either have to have more opportunities or better technique. Right. Right. We've got to close more of the ones we have. Well, it's the same thing in the BDC. You either got to have more phone ups and more internet leads, or you have to get better at closing the ones you have. So I think communicating that between those two departments, number one, it reminds the sales manager uh, the importance of having a BDC that's bringing in this floor traffic, but it also gives the sales manager the the value of saying, look, we can't do this without you. Yeah. You know, we can't do the, the deal without a sales manager being involved. And this is why it's so important for you to be shaking the hands when the people first come in. Right. Well, and I think it's also enlightening or eye-opening to encourage dealerships to implement having BDC representatives in their sales meeting with the salespeople. I see. You're talking about the actual BDC reps on the phone? The people who are on the phone, not everyone in every meeting, but on a regular basis, let's say one or two a week, where you have some of the BDC people in there, I think it's it's enlightening to them. So let me look at it from the other perspective. I've been to a lot of BDCs where the people in the BDC have no idea what they're promoting in the on the sales floor or let alone, you know, dealership wide or brand wide. Right. I mean, they're just stuck, you know, get back in your hole and go make your calls. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think when they hear what the sales manager sharing with the sales staff as far as, hey, this is what we need to be pushing. Mm-hmm. Right. We just got a load of, uh, you know, new 1500s in. Right. I mean, we ordered a ton of them with this special package because we really think that's going to be popular. Well, now if I'm a BDC agent and I've been in that meeting and I've heard that discussion, when somebody calls on a 1500, I can excitedly say, hey, Mr. Customer, we just got a, t- a load of, you know, I just two truckloads of 1500s in with this special package. That's the one you're referring to, right? Yeah, we've got a great, or. Well, I love them having that information, Ray. I completely agree with you on that. Um, I have, that's a new idea, a new concept for me to have them in the sales meeting. I'll reserve judgment on that until I I sleep on it. And again, I'm not suggesting that we want to have all BDC personnel in all sales meetings. Okay. If we're doing a daily meeting. If we're doing a weekly meeting, yeah, typically it's before the dealership opens. And, of course, you got to leave somebody back there to continue to respond and answer the phone. (laughs) Yeah, Saturday morning. So, (laughs) Which we don't – I mean, we normally uh, have BDC staff in on Saturdays. Uh, but it may not be the full team. Right. I don't know. It seems like it's a little different. Uh, they're more scheduled during normal business hours. Or I guess, you know, they are scheduled if you're open. There should be BDC agents there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, Saturday is a huge day for salespeople. Right. Maybe not a huge day for BDC people. No, but it goes back to that transference of information. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if, if, you're, if we're talking about a solid handoff, yeah. Well, the where does the complication come in the handoff? It's the communication. Right. So it's we want more people to be armed with more information. Well, how do you do that? You do that by bringing them together in, you know, teams or groups or Yeah. Well, let's that kind of flows into my second topic, which was going to be campaigns. So I think this managers meeting is a great time to number 1 determine what your next campaign should be but also what was the effectiveness of the last campaign we just did or the one we're doing now. All right, define campaign. 
campaign would be so we're, so just we're all using the same terms. I know what you mean, but ca- share. Campaign would be a an outbound call, uh, an unsolicited conversation with the customer, with right. a, with either a prior customer or a prospect. It's not somebody who's reaching out to the dealership to inquire. But it's us as the dealership reaching out to a customer base. Trying to engage with people who have not shown any instigation on their part as to saying, hey, raising their hand and going, hey, I'm I'm interested in buying a car. Yeah, that could be equity mining. That could be a buyback. That could be... Um, or we've got $12,000 off on trucks. So let's yeah, call all the truck owners yeah. who they're four years old and you know, say, hey, now might be a great time for you to, to trade that in with the incredible deals we have going on. Certainly. Having a more educated, number one, sales force, and number two, BDC force, you know, if they understand what the big manufacturer push is right now, or what the big dealership push is, you know, we're, we're in May. Maybe we're doing a huge May event. Right. You know, maybe we're doing a uh, Fourth of July event or a Labor Day event. Well, you know, let's tell them why that's a big deal, why, why it's exclusive to this group of customers, why it's urgent and important and valuable to the customer, and kind of build that excitement within our own teams. Right. Otherwise, I mean, what's what are you having a sale for? What is the manufacturer spending millions of dollars advertising during the Super Bowl for? Yeah. In another way, it makes all departments feel as important and as engaged and as a part of the team as any other import, uh, any other department. Yeah, which they are. I mean, it's a it's a spoke on a wheel. Right. You take a few of those spokes off, and your wheel falls apart. You're right. Yeah. It's kind of that uh, what we were talking about before we started here that uh, complete opportunity development. Okay. Right. We're it's a dealership wide initiative where we are trying to work the opportunity from all angles with all input from all resources uh, to gain better closure. I'll say that again. It's a complete opportunity development. Okay. Right? COD. Yeah. And it's not Call of Duty. It's (laughs) complete opportunity development. So we're engaging all departments, all resources in order to put our best foot forward to work toward closure. Yeah, and every spoke of that wheel knows their role and responsibility and everybody else's role and responsibility. Right. Yeah, and, and I think that is a big problem. It may not be so much now that a, a BDC is more mainstream, but I think when this idea first came out, you had a lot of pushback from salespeople and sales managers. You know, how were they going to do that better than we did it? Right. So you did have some animosity there. Animosity, and it, and, or there was a component of get back in your hole. Yeah, well, right? what, what are you doing out here on the sales floor? Get back there. Go make your calls and take your calls yeah. and just you know get me more people to talk to. Well, in my experience, it was an education problem. It was, I don't see the value because no one's explained to me what this big picture looks like. Right. You know, again, I think every department being a spoke on this wheel needs to know what their role and responsibility is and what the other spokes responsibilities are. Right. And it's one thing where I've got a script or a set of rebuttal, uh, rebuttals to objections, but it's another thing where I see the excitement of the other departments on whatever the current campaign is. And I feel more engaged. It's like you've said many times, right? If I believe in what I'm saying, I'm going to say it with a lot more effectiveness than if it's just something I'm supposed to say. Right. Well, you know, I've spent a lot of years with Ford, and I was with them when the GT40 came out. Well, we had 
people in the office that uh, they had no idea that having a GT40 in the showroom was a big deal. Right. Until they saw the excitement that all the salesmen had. You know, whoa, wow, it's here. It's finally here. Right. Hey, did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, It just came off the truck. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, I guess that's something to be excited about. So, so yeah. yeah, I think it's a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship when we can uh, recognize the interdependencies between those two departments. You know, a sales manager can kind of sabotage the BDC by not doing a reverse TO right. or by doing it poorly. Right. Uh, the BDC can kind of sabotage the sales department by not really following a script and not setting as many appointments as they should or, yeah. or not doing those unsold traffic follow-up calls. Right. Or a solid appointment or whatever the case. Yeah, yeah. We can right. set the appointment for that specific vehicle and, uh, you know, we can we can set up the appointment in a way that they are not receptive to buying when they show up. Right. So, yeah, I think those, if we have that communication and the sense of being on a team and each person having their role, you know, like a, I think of a football team, you know, you got to have your, your offensive line has to know what their receivers and backs are going to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, and by the same token, the quarterback's got to depend on his O line, right? Right, right. Yeah, being a, a former offensive lineman, yeah, in you know college, well, university. Did, did they teach you that? Was it important for you to know what the receivers were doing on this play and what the backs were doing on this play? Mostly just what's going on in the backfield. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if if the line's running one play, yeah, that's where the quarterback's just going to get crushed. It's going to look like a what we call a lookout block. You know what a lookout block is? Uh-uh. That's where the lineman just steps to the side and lets the defensive guy go by and goes, look out, here he comes, <laughs> look out. That's a lookout block, right? Oh, you did a lookout block. Okay. Well, it looks like that if every we're all running a play at the line that's supposed to go, we think, to the left. Mm-hmm. So we all shift to the left right. and take off in our responsibilities, and there goes the back to the right, and – Boy, yeah, he he's get his head knocked off. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Is we all got to be on the same page in yeah. that regard. Everybody has to be on the same team. They've got to feel yeah. like they're on the same team. They've got to have the knowledge and awareness to be on the same team, and they've got to uh, share in which, which, uh, the communication. You know, is important in all aspects of this dealership example we're giving. But I think it's the campaign aspect, the the outbound proactive campaign is a super micro example of that. Right. You know, if we've got to have congruency, the sales department has to know, hey, this week we're working on equity mining, you know, uh, up and show. We're going to trade you up to a new vehicle and show you how to keep your payments the same. Right. Well, I've got to have my salespeople prepared that we're going to have. When the guy says, yeah, I'm here to get a new one on my same payment. The salesman looks at him and goes, well, who told you you could get a new one for your same payment? What made you think you could do that? Right. Well, that's what your person told me when they called me to tell me to come in. Right. And the sales manager's got to know, okay, I need to structure this deal with however much down I need to show him the same payment. Right. You know, if I need 25,000 down to get to the same payment, I'm going to structure it and show that. Yeah. And then let him bump himself on payment. Absolutely. Hey, I don't have the 25 down, but I can pay a little bit more than 500 a month. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, kind of like, uh, I think from that communication standpoint, it's like the managers who have shared before a dealership in uh, outside Salt Lake in Utah that I was going to, and, and they've been told on the phone by a BDC agent, they called up and said, hey, I see that you've got 
you know, 10,000 off new trucks. And they said, yeah. And then they called back before they came in and said, hey, I saw something about 0%. Do you ever, yep. Yeah. So the customer came in and said, well, I talked to somebody on the phone. They told me I could get 10,000 off and 0%. Well, the manager was livid. Well, mm-hmm. why would they tell you that? You know, I mean, it, it's you one can't get, yeah, you yeah. can't get both. You either get 0% or you get the 10,000 off. And they were all upset. And the GM ripped on the manager and said, so how did you handle that? Well, what am I supposed to do? The guy thinks he's going to get 0% and 10,000 off. Well, what if he had seen it on the billboard? Have you seen the billboard we have outside? It says 0% and it says 10,000 off. Well, what if the guy misreads that and says, well, you got both things listed there on the billboard. You're just going to go, oh, God, I can't yeah. deal with this guy, right? And yeah. to, they they to put the, the ore in a smaller font than right. the Right, right. You don't see the ores. You're going down the interstate <laughs> at, at you know, 80. Uh, so, you know, it's but it's it's that awareness as to this is what people are going to be talking about. This is the information we're going to share over the phone or in our emails or whatnot. And this is what we need to be ready to discuss with the customer when they come in to educate them to, hey, absolutely, we have 0%. Absolutely, we have 10000 off. I'm sorry, there was some misunderstanding. Let me explain to you the way this works. When I go to dealerships and train, I sometimes run across a BDC manager that kind of feels like they are... Um, a tier below a sales manager. Right. And I kind of build them up and have to say, look, you're the manager of this department, just like they're a manager in their department. Right. You don't work for them. Right. Right. So, you know, we can have, we can build this organizational infrastructure however we want, but I think it's very important that the BDC manager have a right to ask what happened on the BDC appointment from yesterday. Absolutely. You know, and have an expectation that that I'm going to hold this sales manager accountable to do the process according to what we've laid out. You know, you're going to do a reverse TO. Right. You're you're going to be open about same payment close and and this zero down. Yeah, uh, and, ten thousand. I I don't like the hold them accountable, right? Yeah. Because we're peers. I'm not holding you accountable. You're not holding me accountable. But I do think it's a, kind of an after-action debrief okay. mentality of how do we do on that well, one. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Right. Yeah, well, you know, uh, no manager met with them. Oh, okay. Well, you, you understand. That's what, that's what we are letting See, people know. See, I wouldn't know. say, well, you understand that's our process. I'd be like, what the hell? You right. know that's our process. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Right? What, what, do you do you mean, not, uh, what do you mean a manager didn't talk to him? Right. Did we change the process? How, how is that acceptable? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> well, so, yeah. And I think by the same token, you know, the sales manager ought to know, well, how many internet leads did we get yesterday and how many appointments did we set? Right. Because I thought we had a target of, yeah. you know, setting a 30% appointment rate. Yeah. And, and why are you at eight? <laughs> or, or I thought, you know, we could, we typically see the 50% show up well out of the 28 appointments we had yesterday only four showed up right so what well yeah we, we, you know why are we not getting the numbers that we would assume that we get but i, I just feel like and it may be a conversation or discussion for another episode but that after action mentality where we kind of hang our credentials at the door and we're not in there to point fingers but we're in there to really debrief on what occurred what what can we do on this one to overcome whatever issues that we had and how can we all learn from this to each one take responsibility to improve on the next one well i think the final aspect of this manager's meeting and then we can wrap up is is what about what's going to happen today right Right. we've gone through what happened yesterday we measured our low results we talked about 
any holes in the process? You know, what's what we're what are we gonna do with our past leads? Yep. Now, here's what I have. Like I would say, the BDC manager would say, here are our appointments for today. Right. And you know, this guy specifically wanted to come in for the same payment thing. Yeah. You know, this guy wants to come in. Now he really, really wants that pink. Cadillac. Yeah. I don't think we have any out there, but I told him to come in and talk with you yeah. specifically about getting a pink one. Yeah. You know, we can go through the one ofs in this list of appointments and, you know, kind of prepare the sales manager so the first time they hear about this is not when they're shaking a hand with a little cheat sheet in their hand going, yeah. What pink Cadillac? What the hell? Yeah. No, yeah. and or or even just the general trends, right? Most of the people we talked to today were interested in X. Right. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're going to have a lot of people. We need to make sure our sales staff knows this is the mentality of the people, a majority or a high percentage of people we're going to yeah, deal with. Yeah, a tough customer. You know, this person just had a bankruptcy a week ago, but, you know, I told him to come on in and let's see what we can do because right. we work with over 30 lenders, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Which is good to have on the front end rather than after the person's been there and they two come hours. St- storm, yeah. storming in the BD. Well, who told this customer they'd be able to get finance? You know they had a bankruptcy last week? Right. Why the heck would you bring us all this crap? Right. So, hey, man, I think that does bring us to the end of another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Well, I certainly appreciate you being here, Ray. It's been a joy to spend the time with you. Well, good. And you seem like you're a little more... Uh, lively and engaged maybe go ride your bike after this yeah i think i will all right i think you should on this nice muggy day okay well thank everybody for listening Greg. we do appreciate you listening If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. So just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. You've got it. Great.